0: in our studios we have uh from district 58a state representative christy purcell good morning
1: Good morning. Gr- thank Jeff. you
0: so much for coming in today
1: yes thank you for having me
0: we uh have just finished now this is what the second kind of full week, week uh, two week two of the legislative yes. session so things are uh coming together in st paul i'm sure they're pretty busy it's going to be a short session so mm-hmm. you got to get some stuff done early yeah uh what uh what have you been working on this week
1: well, so this week I had two bill presentations in the Environment Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them had to do with the definition of public waters in Minnesota, and the other was a disclosure of agricultural tile drainage. So uh, there were a lot of a lot of folks in the room who were interested in both of those topics. So um, it's it's always so interesting to me because. Uh, for sure, the tile drainage feels like a, an agricultural issue, mm-hmm. but it was not heard in the Ag Committee. It was heard in the Environment Committee. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that first of all. I, that, that would have to make its way through the Ag Committee it at some not, point. It actually, does not, It no. Okay. Um,
1: so it all depends on which government agency then is in charge of the regulation or the... So um, the proposal is... For when people put in tile drain or if they know that there has been drainage installed in their property, on their ag fields, that that needs to go into a disclosure at the time of sale. So just like if you have a well on your property, if you have a septic system, there's a disclosure disclosure in the real estate transfer. Mm -hmm. So this is adding um, language about tile drain because there are folks who might not know about that oftentimes it might increase the value of um i mean that's infrastructure that exists um on on a farm so uh the but because how we have it routed is that then um you you file that with the county i believe Mm -hmm. and then it's the board of water and soil resources bowser is the acronym we give it, um, which I, my, kids, Bowser. my kids play Nintendo, so yeah. I always have a certain vision of what Bowser looks like. But um, So then Bowser has to keep that uh, on file. And so because the Environment Committee is in charge of the budget for the DNR, Bowser, and PCA, that's the committee it goes through, not AG.
0: And that is what drew the crowd?
1: Um, I'm not sure we had some we had some uh, uh, blockbuster bills in the environment one was the bottle bill okay um, that my colleague representative Sydney Jordan carried and then the same day I presented she also had a bill on um, packaging like kind of from uh like manufacturer manufacturers having responsibility for the waste problem that we have with packaging, but they have to deal with that on the front end of things. Yeah, so, interesting. Um, it was, it was so interesting. I think the first testifier said, um, you know, I, I want to welcome all the people who flew in from Washington, DC. <laughs> well, I want to welcome them to Minnesota because there were a lot of suits um uh, from these national groups who to oppose. These.
0: Yeah, I would think they would want to not even let the word out that there might be something happening on that front.
1: Right. So there's been Nip kind of, of like state by state, you know, regulation yeah. of these things.
0: So. where's So this is this kind of a national trend where, uh, once again, you'd hold the manufacturers of plastic bags uh, responsible for the uh, waste that they have? or Perhaps. Or packaging, whatever packaging they might have?
1: Yeah. It seems like, I don't think we are the first mm-hmm. to, you know, at least be in discussion around this, okay, Um, and this has been in the works for years, Hmm. so um, those aren't my bills, so I'm not quite as educated on those as my colleague who did all the homework and the Hmm. research. All right.
0: Now, where are we at in the legislative session? Can some of these make it to the floor at this point in the session, if they go through, if they pass your committee?
1: So we have had one bill come to the, I, I believe, we've had one bill come to the floor, which was... Um, a fix to the tax bill that we did last year so um there were there's at least one error made and then some other like adjustments that needed to be made to the tax bill so that was passed last week because then that effect it it would potentially affect the february forecast which we're supposed to get next week mm-hmm. um so that was sort of an immediate need.
0: Yeah, and people are doing that. their taxes now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An error in the tax code. Go figure, folks. Uh-huh, Knock uh-huh. me over with a feather on that one.
1: Yeah, so then the bill I presented last week in the elections committee um, was moved to the general register, which means it could be taken up on the floor. Um, I don't know what the plan is for that i don't think that will happen because the uh, version of my bill is now different than the version that was in the senate so that's uh over my pay grade as a first term uh that's up to the chair to sort of see how those get reconciled
0: is this uh you know in a non-budget year will you still get together in conference committees to iron out some of these things uh, later on in the session
1: yeah i presume i Mm -hmm. mean i think there will be Uh, A very small, especially compared to last year with the surplus, um, a very small supplementary budget. Um, And then uh, where money potentially is going out is uh, hopefully a bonding bill, um, which takes care of a lot of infrastructure needs in greater Minnesota. Um, But that is yet to be seen because uh, we need a two-thirds majority and not just a simple majority to pass a bonding
0: bill Mm -hmm. we're talking with state representative uh, christy purcell any other bills that you were working on this week
1: um i am waiting for uh the right to repair bill that i think i've talked about a couple of times Mm -hmm. um a, a purely agricultural right to repair uh that's in the revisor's office so they're they're putting the we we do it old school. Uh, in the House when a bill comes out it has green jackets on it. It has like, green paper mm-hmm. on the front. And then in the Senate it's yellow jackets. So we are uh we're waiting for it to be jacketed. Um, but we have the the final language that we're gonna go with for this session on right to repair. And uh it's looking like Monday we're gonna do a press conference um to just kind of uh raise awareness for people. There's um a bunch of hidden fees that we have some bills to make sure that that is uh, disclosed and not Mm -hmm. hidden, Uh, right to repair. And I feel like there's a third piece of legislation, but trying to just make sure that disclosure is happening. And we're going to do that in conjunction with the attorney general's office of just sort of protecting Minnesota consumers and right to repair is a part of that.
0: You had mentioned a reference to the, uh, uh, the forecast, financial forecast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, when is that coming out? Is uh, it the, it's got to be coming out pretty soon. It's the February. Well, forecast, I know isn't it? it usually
1: <laughs> comes out like the first of March or something. Okay. It's, uh, it's the we need to work on the title of that. Um, I believe it's next week. Okay. I only know that because I watched uh, a YouTube video with the speaker who said. Um, we're going to take the SRO fix bill up, I think Thursday, she said next week, um, it passed out of public safety unanimously, um, in our chamber, it will go to ways and means on Monday and then we'll hear it on the floor, I believe Thursday, because there's, uh, the caucuses on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. so our committee schedule's a little wonky next week because okay. we want people to be able to drive back to their districts, participate in caucus night, and then come back and continue doing the people's business. All
0: right. Will you be uh, making your rounds on caucus night? That's the plan. All right.
1: That's the plan. Yes, we don't have committee Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning so mm-hmm. that we can accommodate that. All right.
0: And folks, once again, uh, if you are so moved, get involved Yes. with that.
1: And it's, uh, there's... GOP caucuses and there's DFL caucuses. So you can find your local location to be able to weigh in on democracy.
0: Yeah, it's out there. We put links and such on our website. So I think it's all good to go. Uh, Anything else you'd like to mention? Uh,
1: Well, I just want to give a shout out to the Raider girls hockey team. Uh, My junior year of high school, I got to go to the state hockey tournament. Um, And being from Southern Minnesota, uh, Especially, we were just... Uh, it was only our third season in existence. Mm-hmm. We went to the state tournament. Uh, we got beaten pretty badly by uh, the team that Natalie Drewitz, who's now the general manager mm-hmm. uh, for the professional women's hockey league team in Minnesota. She was like in seventh grade, and she just ran circles around us. and They beat us uh, pretty soundly, so I still want to give props out to our Raider girls. Um, I'm excited to see how they perform the rest of the tournament, but... Tough going against those metro teams sometimes. So keep your chin up, ladies, and uh, excited to see how they progress.
0: They have another game today at noon. So uh, we'll be. I'll be broadcasting tuning in to KYMN. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Jeff.